Welcome back. We're going to be in our study of the book of Judges, uh, Christianity 101, looking at learning how to walk by studying Israel and their issues. Um, so today we're going to be in Judges 3, and we're going to read verse number 31. It's the last verse. Um, this is probably the shortest description of uh, any of the Judges, I think. There's one that, uh, there's two that share a verse, but um, we're going to talk about Shamgar today. Judges chapter 3 and verse number 20, 31 uh, says, And after him was Shamgar the son of Anath, which slew of the Philistines 600 men with an ox goad, and he also delivered Israel. Now, Shamgar is actually only mentioned twice. He's also mentioned in chapter 5 and verse number 6. And this is uh, the song of Deborah and Barak. Verse number 6 says, In the days of Shamgar, the sons of Anath, the son of Anath, in the days of Jael, the highways were unoccupied and the travelers walked through byways. And that's all we know of Shamgar anywhere in the Bible. Um, I looked up Anath and could not find him anywhere else in the Bible. So, uh, what can we learn <clears throat> from this very obscure judge? Last week, we looked at Ehud, and we saw how he delivered uh, Israel from Eglon and, and uh, the children of Moab, or the Moabites. And here we see this young man, Shamgar. All we know of him is that he's the son of Anath and that he killed 600 Philistines with an ox goad and that during his time that we saw in Judges 5 verse 6, Israel was in hiding. Uh, they were in hiding from the Philistines. The Philistines, again, were a people that would come in and, and they would uh, take anything and everything they could. They, would, uh, they were constantly at war with Israel, uh, burning cities and... and destroying crops and uh, so these five lords of the Philistines are what was left over what the Lord left in order to teach Israel and it's still land that they're fighting over today uh, the land of Palestine was named after the Philistines uh, as a when it was taken from Israel and uh, it was named that uh, so that it could be kind of a, a side jab at, at, at Israel because it's named after the Philistines. These were a hard-fighting people. They still are. I mean, Israel is constantly getting, uh, having rocket attacks on Jerusalem and, and the areas that they occupy even today. Uh, all because Israel was not, again, just obeying God and doing what God was supposed to do. Or what, what God wanted them to do. It's interesting for me that um, how in our lives we have good days and we have bad days. We have days that uh, everything just seems to go smooth and easy. And then we have days that everything just goes sideways. And uh, But it's interesting that a lot of the times the days where everything goes sideways the things that are 
breaking, the things that are going wrong are things that have been breaking and been going wrong for a long time. Um, I was thinking again about our trip to Tennessee the other day and her trip to West Virginia the other day. Um, I don't even remember how we got on it, but we were, we were talking about where it was at and where we ended up stopping. And, and the thing about all those things that happened to the truck and all those things that happened to us is they didn't just happen that day. Those, the, the studs on the wheel that broke off had been being weakened for a long time. I mean, I was pulling a trailer that was way overloaded, way overweight, and uh, we, we've got a guy that comes in and, and gets tires every once in a while, and he's doing the same thing on his trailer, just trying to figure out why he's always blowing tires. But the, the strap that busted off of the fuel tank and caused it to not be able to be filled didn't just snap. It had been being rusted through and... And weakened. You know, the the turbo had been well used. We already had over well over two hundred thousand miles on the truck. I doubt it had ever been replaced. Something that was already well used and well worn. Things that should have been being taken care of that weren't. And that's why Israel is where they are. Uh, they are still in a place where God is teaching them, and God is is trying to get them to understand that it's not just a once one and done situation living for God is an every minute of every day situation it's, it's a choice every day so here I want to take just a quick look at Shamgar and, and we don't see a whole lot about him but God chose to put him in our Bible not once but twice because he is to be a picture. So we need to understand some lessons from Shamgar. We need to understand that Shamgar was chosen. He was chosen by God. Shamgar was raised up by God to answer Israel's prayer. Unlike Ehud, who we just talked about, Shamgar didn't raise an army. And unlike Othniel, he is not revealed as a military leader. Othniel was revealed in, in the beginning as a military leader as he went in and took the city and won the, the hand of the maiden. Shamgar was not... We don't see any of this from him. What we understand is that he was just an average man who was willing to be used of God. It doesn't take anything special. It just takes a heart that's willing to be used. And Shamgar was God-led. God doesn't give us the location of this battle or even where Shamgar was born. This tells us that the location is not important. There are locations throughout the Bible that are extremely important. Things that tie from book to book to book, from generation to generation, from Genesis all the way to Christ and beyond. But this wasn't important. If God didn't feel that it was important, it's not important for us to understand this. The important thing is that there was a battle and the fact that the battle and the man, the fact that there was a battle and the man chose to fight that battle is the important part. There are so many times in our lives where 
we have battles, where we have issues with the enemy, and, and we choose to not fight. Our country is in the position it is today because we've gone through that same thing over and over again. Those of us that belong to God chose to not stand up and fight when they took God out of the schools. They chose to not stand up and fight when they began to pollute uh, the television and, and everything with the filth that's out there today. And now, hopefully, prayerfully, we are seeing another awakening where men are understanding the situation we're in and we're choosing to stand up and fight. Shamgar knew his position and he chose to fight. We also know that he was equipped by God. Shamgar killed 600 Philistines with just an ox goat. Now, for those of you that don't know what an ox goat is, it's basically a long stick with a point on the end. Something that he probably just found laying on the side of the road. The ox goat was used, uh, we would, today, our modern version would be like the electric cattle prod to get the ox moving when it stopped because oxen are hard-headed and don't want to do what you want them to do. This is the same idea uh, when you see Paul later, Saul later, on the road to Damascus and Christ blinds him and, and he says, uh, it's hard for, thou, for thee to kick against the pricks. This is the same idea there. Uh, Christ is poking and prodding him with that ox goat trying to get him to understand who he is. But that's all Shamgar had. This is confirmation yet again that God can do anything with anything. From feeding thousands with a few loaves and fishes to defeating an army with a sling and a stone to setting a nation free with just a staff. All of these occurrences have some commonality. Firstly, the men involved were willing and they used what God had given them in order to work for Him. They used what they already had. So many of us today, um, you know, the idea of salvation is, is difficult because uh, we don't understand that we are supposed to be exactly where we are in order for Christ to save us. That we don't, we don't get better to get saved. We're supposed to get saved where we are. Well, not only is that idea foreign to us, but the idea of service. We don't have to get better to serve. We just have to serve where we are. And as we serve and as we grow and as we walk, we will be given more and we will become better and better. But we have to start somewhere. I don't know who quoted, I don't know who said it, but it just popped into my head that, you know, the journey of a thousand miles starts with one step. It starts where you stand. When I was an EMT in Southern Iowa, we were taught uh, a method for quick triage. Triage is separating out of uh, multiple victims during an accident. The scenario was usually a school bus that had an accident and you have uh, 20 or 30 people 
that are injured and you have to go through and decide who's good, who's not good, who's bad, and who's gone. And they use the word start. Basically to remind us to start where you stand. The first thing you do before you ever went in and started dealing with patients is you would stand outside of the area, surveying the area, seeing, taking it in, seeing what was going on, and you would call out for anybody that could get up and walk to get up and walk to you. And then, as gruesome as it is, they got a green tag or a green mark on their hand or they sat on a green tarp, meaning green, they were good. Green is go. Then you would go and you would, that would sort out the majority of the people. And then you would go and you would begin to deal with the people individually as you came to them. You didn't go and try and find the worst one. You just went to the next person. And you had a list of things and if they met the requirements on this list, they were marked orange. Orange was okay. They were injured, they couldn't walk, but they were probably going to survive. If they didn't meet all of those checks, then they were marked red. Red meant urgent. They were bad off. And if they didn't meet any of those checks, they were marked black. Now that didn't necessarily mean they were dead, but they were marked that way. You spent less than 30 seconds with each person. You didn't even ask them any questions. You just observed. And then once you got through everybody, you started over. But this simple method took what would be a very chaotic situation and boiled it down to very simple steps. Steps that allowed the people going through and doing the triage to get through it guilt-free. Because we're all an emotional people. But when you, it's very sad, but you have to dehumanize the patients in order to help them. And when you do that, it takes away all the guilt. It takes away listening to the, the man in the, the back crying and, and hollering out for help, knowing that he's really okay. These men that performed these great miracles, Shamgar was willing to just start where he stood. Now, the odds were against him. It doesn't say that he had anybody with him, but just him against 600 Philistines. But not only was he God-chosen and God-led and God-equipped, he was God-strengthened. You see, for us, we walk around in this life trying to do it on our own, trying to do it in our power, trying to do it in our will. Shamgar just followed the Lord. I think of, uh, I, I didn't tie it in, but I think of Jonathan and his armor bearer as they were uh, fighting against the Philistines and, and they went up against the garrison by themselves. And, and um, you know, Jonathan said, if we die, we die. But this is, this is what God wants us to do. And God gave him the victory. 
all of this, this short verse should give us one very crucial conclusion. This victory only came from God. We're going to learn about Gideon here in a little bit and his 300 men and we're going to see what God did to bring it down to 300 men and why it became just 300 men. But Gideon took some convincing. Shamgar just went and did. The great news for us today is that there's no difference between us and Shamgar. Well, there's no difference between the God of us and the God of Shamgar. He's the same God. He wants to do the same things. He wants to help us defeat all the enemies in our lives. Shamgar was willing to stand and fight when confronted and to fight with whatever was available. What he had already been given. What about you?